Welcome back to Talk in Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And we're discussing Season 2, Episode 10, There Goes the Neighborhood. Original air date January 4th, 2008, written by David Hudgens and directed by Jeffrey Reiner. Not only do Coach Taylor have to adjust to their rivals, Larrabee High School, sharing their lockers, football fields, and weight room with them after tornado strikes, but he also has to adjust along with Tammy, Julie, Shelly, to the fact that Tim Riggins is living with them. (sighs) After being cleared of murder, Landry and Tyra now must work on their relationship. Or lack thereof. Yeah. Can't wait to discuss with you on that, Mm. honestly. I can't wait to discuss this entire episode. Uh, The four words I gave you, tornado, proposal, rivals, and formal. You did pretty well. I mean, you did guess tornado. I was LOLing at your proposal prediction of just, you know, Reagan's going to ask Lila to the dance in a suit. Mm, Yeah, it didn't even, Pam didn't even occur to me, obviously, so... (laughs) I figured. I mean, that was to throw you off because we like Pam, but we don't really think of her that often. We don't. Sorry, Pam. Sorry, Pam. But let's get into uh, what I like to call the swoon of this episode. The Tim Riggins of it all. Oh, wow. I mean, immediately you open up with him holding an infant. He is holding Gracie Bell in the air. A natural. A natural. Yeah. Oh, ovaries exploding. Everywhere across the world. That's how this episode opens. And turns out that Tim is now staying with the Taylors and there's a storm happening. And Shelly is watching Gracie Bell and she runs out of formula. Mm -hmm. So Tim is like, I'll head to the store. I'll go get I'll go get some for you. And while he's walking out, he catches Julie. And so Julie takes a ride with him to the store. Yeah. Was she at the passenger seat? She was getting out of a car. I think she was getting out of Lois's car. Okay. And then she's like, can I come with you? Right. Gotcha. Also, while this was happening, I'm like, where is Coach and Tammy right. with a tornado watch? I know. That was so strange. Details. We'll let it go. Mm-hmm. We'll let it go. So they get to the store and Tim's like, wow, it's really clearing up. But as they get inside, they realize that tornado is going to touch down in Dylan at any moment. So then Tim goes back outside only to see that amazing special effect of a tornado take place (laughs) (laughs) whoa wow there you go budget and tim grabs julie and he's like get over here and he covers her he protects her my notes literally say oh my gosh are you kidding me are you kidding me are you kidding me please tim riggins please save me from a tornado and then do push-ups i mean crunches same Same. i just kept screaming are you kidding me are you kidding me this is my the dream of all dreams yes just protection overload yeah in the best way ever best way way. so julie and shelly are now feeling the tim riggins effect they watch him work out and tammy clocks it this was so funny it was so funny i was cracking cackling again cracking up Yeah, and Tim definitely feels at home with the Taylors. He goes out and he fixes the cable, which, you know, Coach Eric appreciates. Coach goes outside and he's on the phone talking about Coach Dickies, which we'll get into. (laughs) And he sees sees Tim working on the cable because obviously the cable's out because of the tornado. 
And he's like, all right, whatever you heard stays here. And Tim's like, no, no problem. You got it. I'll get, I'll fix the cable for you. Only he fixes the cable, but also kind of manipulates it to now there's porn getting through, which oh is very God. funny. He's like, oh, funny. you guys got to fix that. I don't, really, I don't really know what's happening there. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. I'll take care of it. But yeah, so he's making himself really comfortable. He calls Shelly shells, which like. Um, hi, Tim Riggins. Can you call me Shells, please? <laughs> like, can you give, can you give us both a nickname? Shells? How adorable. He's so comfortable. And he's just so, like, he's just such a natural in s- smooth. He's so smooth. I mean, he's so comfortable to the point where he goes to reach for a beer in front of Tammy. <laughs> She's like, not here. Not in my yeah. house. He also offers Shelly $50 cash to do his homework, which, which like, again, cracked she's like, me uh, up. Hello, not in my house. <laughs> right. It was just hysterical. He also likes to watch Oprah. So like, I'm just saying, like Tim Riggins, you shining star in, in, in my book. Yeah. Coach is approach- appreciating him staying. He says that it's like really making up for the male to female ratio. Yeah. And Tammy, you should like... Give up your Christian charity for this because out of everyone, Tammy's not a fan. And I think she's just cautious because of Julie and she sees Shelly fawning over him. Yeah. She, the whole time, she's just kind of like looking like all around the house of, okay, it really is like the Tim Riggins effect. Everyone is involved in what's going on with Tim Riggins. And she's yeah. like, I don't understand. I, she's like, I'm not really about this. <laughs> And also, it's just another person in the house, right? Because yeah. Shelly's now there. They have a small, they have a little baby. It's getting crowded. Like, how long is Tim Riggins staying for? Mm-hmm. And we don't know at this point. So another sweet bonding moment that I truly appreciated is Tammy is awoken by Eric and Tim playing ping pong at five in the morning. This is so fun. funny. This is why so are they, funny. But why are they up at five in the morning playing ping pong? I feel like. Tim Riggins probably sleeps the day away and then gets, you know, he's up by five o'clock in the morning and then goes to bed at like one o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. But they're having fun. And then he has the audacity to ask Tammy if she can make them those little egg egg breakfast sandwiches. With the Canadian bacon. All right. Right. She's like, right. I'm going to bed. It's five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So Shelly, let's talk about her and Tammy for a second. She is definitely overstaying her welcome if we want to put it that light she brings helping out so much though she is but like it's getting it's causing friction friction she buys a new coffee machine which is kind of like a keurig it's a keurig Keurig, yeah (laughs) which gross i hate keurig so much and back in the day though that was like the most fun new invention was a single cup brewer (laughs) but was it really ever good coffee no it was never good coffee and then like in my work break room we have it and people drink out of it all the time and i'm just i was like nah i'd rather drink like water than drink that coffee because it's not good i agree but Shelly brings home this new coffee machine and she's telling Tammy like, oh, you- Eric will love it. And Tammy's very turned off by it. She's like, no, Eric is very particular about his coffee. And she's like, no, no, he'll love this. He'll love it. a single cup. And then she also brings home just a plain T-shirt for Tim. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> it was weird. Weird. But, sh- but Tammy's like, this is so inappropriate. And when are you going to grow up? And they get into a fight and she accuses Tammy of being jealous because Tim gets along better with her. And it's Mm -hmm. like this back and forth sister situation. 
And like, I see points on both sides. But did you like, think you s- it was inappropriate for her to have bought, bought the t-shirt? I think no, in terms of an adult buying a t-shirt for a teenager that's living with them. Right. No. Like, in past, like I have a passing thought about, oh, hey, Tim yeah. maybe could use this. He doesn't wear, he wears probably the same five t-shirts. Right. If that, all the time. So. Right. I mean, what did you think? Do you think Tammy has a point of Shelly's refusing to grow up? In a way. I think they're just different. They're just so different. Like, Shelly's okay with being that way, as Tammy is okay with being the way she is. So right. just because you're you're not doing the same things or accomplishing the same things or have the same life path doesn't mean that, like, one is better than the other. And right. that, like, you shouldn't project, like, no, you should be doing this at this age. You're so immature when it's like, well, maybe that's, I mean, I granted, like, in the in the past, she said, like, yeah, I know I'm, like, kind of, like, a screw up and I I want things, but I don't, I don't go for them. But uh, she was a little harsh. She was a little mean today. She Tammy. was a little mean. And, you know, Shelly is a single woman who's getting her real estate license. Like, I don't think she's being inappropriate. No, and she's the other trying thing to is- make a career. Right, and she's taking care of Gracie for free. For free. Your sister's living with you and yeah. helping you. And you come right. home from work and then she like gives her the dig. Well, all oh, the pediatrician said she's in the 70th percentile, blah, blah. Like, no, your kid. Like, I'm obviously the one that's taking care of her. So right. I was on Shelly's side. I was, I, was, I was too. Supporting that. Vic wants to know, would you ever live with your sister? She says, I feel like we could get along. I mean, I love... When she would stay over in Texas, Tammy seems to pick on Shelly a lot for everything. I mean, I would, if I lived with my sister, my brother-in-law and her would like love it. They would be like so happy. If I had like, if I came to take, to like take care of her kid, she would, I would be, I would be fed every night. I would get, she would serve (laughs) me drinks. We would sleep in bed together. Ryan would sleep on the couch. Like Shannon and I would sleep in the bed together. We would have, we have a very different relationship though. Yeah, this and I vice could, versa. Like if she came to sleep on my in my house, it would be the same thing. Yeah, I could definitely not live with my sister. I'd kill her. No, <laughs> I love my sister, but I could not live with her. We're you know, very you know different. your place. You yeah. just have you know your place. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Tim and Julie, they're also bonding in this episode. They hang out a lot and they talk, and they both decide they're not going to the formal together. So instead, they attend the party that's happening instead of the formal. And so it starts off with Julie. She's playing quarters with Landry, which we will get into. But then Landry leaves and Riley comes over and Julie ends up getting drunk. He gets a little bit too comfortable. And so Tim clocks it and he grabs him and he's like, hey, let's go get a beer. And Riley's like, yeah, man, I'm one beer away from getting laid. And Tim's like, oh, yeah, that's great. If you lay a hand on her, I will kill you. I will destroy you. So hot. Oh, so hot. Oh, my God. I was like, <sighs> yes, Tim. Yes, Tim. Because he's being a good brother. Exactly. And I the would love brother. for this to stay in that platonic friendship. You are my sister. You are my brother kind of relationship. I know, obviously, they were playing around with it in this episode. Like You think Julie they were? Was, well, they were making Julie obviously attracted to him. Right. But then she was telling him, oh, like, well, Lois likes you. It, it didn't seem like she was... When did she say that? When she She was drunk and he was like 
carrying her in sort of oh, she was like oh oh yeah you know yeah, my yeah. friend lois like she just yeah. kind of wants to tell you that she likes you yeah 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 yeah. so i don't think it was going there i i would love it if it was like a continued thing of them being friends but now it doesn't look like they're gonna be living together so right yeah tim brings her home she's drunk she's hanging all over him he tries to put her into the bed he's taking off her sneakers and she grabs him she's holding on to him and he's like, all right, it's time to let go. It's time to let go. And this is when Coach walks in. Yeah. She was like going to kiss him. Yeah. But like almost in you're my like knight in shining armor kind of kiss. Not like I've been so crushing on you and like I need. It's just like she was drunk and she was like, oh, this is so nice. You're just taking care of me. And I'm really heartbroken seeing Matt and Carlotta together. And, yeah. you know, you really helped me out a bunch in this episode. So I think it was just kind of a friendship kiss, if you will. I just keep bringing it back to that friendship kiss. Um, But yeah, no, this moment broke my heart. It really did. Yeah, well, Coach automatically assumes and Tim tries in the Tim way of saying it's not what you think. No. No. And Coach is like, absolutely fucking not. Get out of the house in so few words. Furious. Well, it didn't look good. It didn't look good. And it didn't. It really, really didn't. And as the audience, you're like, no, no, no. Yeah. He was doing a good thing. Like, the whole episode was being so good to her. And, like, I don't blame Coach for reacting that way. But also, like, he's been living with him for a few days, weeks. He sees how he is helping out. And he's not, like, a threat. Like, I didn't. I would have thought Coach would be like, "Oh, that's just him. Like he's not. He's I don't know. He just he, he craves sense of family, and he was just being protective. Like I guess he doesn't really know him that well. He just assumes things of him because that's his reputation. Well, if you were to walk in and see, and it, it looked the, bad. <laughs> yeah, the guy hovering over your sixteen-year-old daughter in bed. It doesn't look great. Tim tries to explain, but. Obviously, doesn't get a word out. Vic wants to know, would you have let Tim explain if you walked in? Me, yes. But I'm not coach who isn't very level-headed when it comes to things like that. Same. Same, same, same. And, like, who's to say he would have believed him? Yeah. I mean, I think coach would have not have heard him out, honestly. Right. And because, and also, like, not, I mean, I'm sure he hears what happens in the locker room. Also, Tim has kind of been on the shit list. He has. No, absolutely. <laughs> it so, does look great. It didn't, it didn't end well for Tim. He really tried, though. Like, he was making some strides. I hope that his personality now, like, where he was pushing Coach to let him back on the team kind of thing will also, like, be his new persona of, like, no, let me prove to you that I, I'm not a, sh- a shithead. And then I do care about you and your family and not I wasn't trying to do anything and hurt the family in that way. Yeah, we'll see. On to rivals. So since the tornado touched down and caused damage to Larrabee High School, the Lions are now going to practice at Dillon and also learn at Dillon. This seems like a common, not a common thing, but things, something I've seen in a movie this episode very felt very movie to me. Yeah. Where it kind of had like the pieces of one of those teen drama type movies. But um, I'm curious if this has ever happened to anyone where they've had this, you know, unexpected weather situation that has 
ruined homes. I'm, I'm obviously this has happened many times in the past, but like, did you have to go and teach, like, learn at a new school, or did another school come and learn with you? Or like, I'm just curious if this like happened to people and our listeners. Yeah, I was curious about that too. It just. It seems like such a common thing, like you said, that does occur, but I actually don't know of any of it in actual real life. Right. Yeah. I mean, we live in, obviously we live in New York, so like the big, we don't have tornadoes here, (laughs) you know? Just hurricanes. Hurricanes, yes, which have have damaged a lot of, a lot here. Um, But I'm trying to think, I feel like, like after Sandy... People were like going to school, maybe other places, but I, it wasn't like us, so I can't really recall. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know, but this team sucks, and the what coach dicks? is, and the coach is literally Dicky. Dicky's dick. <laughs> yeah, and so throughout this whole ep- episode, they mess with each other, and really, it's the Lions starting yeah. with the Panthers, and they do stuff to their into the locker room and they go into their personal space and they get into a lot of fights and coach our coach as I like to call him our coach is trying to be respectful and he puts his boys in line and coach Dickies is like oh boys will be boys which I absolutely hate that phrase hate that phrase and the team we have this scene in the lunchroom where the team makes fun of Landry because Landry's trying to have words with Tyra. And he pretty much snaps and words are exchanged and a food fight breaks out. Which I loved. (laughs) Brawl breaks out. Which like if you watch closely, you have Tyra like grabbing someone's hair. You have like Tim like just ready to throw down. Like even like Santiago who's like, oh yes. Like everyone was so pumped to just get their aggression out because this team sucks. And I feel like it's a little cliche now at this point. We've seen so many coaches come in of rival teams and they're all dicks. It's like there's not one other like nice-ish kind of coach out there. It makes makes our coach look so good. Well, I I think it's on brand for coach to be like this. He's always respectful and he wants them to feel at home. But like obey the rules. You are visiting. Like, it's pretty effing shitty. Vic wants to know, have you ever been in a food fight? Not like that, I don't think. Ew. No, No. I don't. I wouldn't want that to happen. (laughs) I just think of the scene in It Takes Two, and they're all throwing stuff, and the one kid has the glasses, and there's, like, pie just, like, goes all over his one lens, and he's like, (laughs) I was like, it looks like fun. No. But in reality, it would really suck. <laughs> I would probably hide under a table if I was in school. Me too. Or I would walk too. out and go into the bathroom or something and avoid the mess. Yeah, same. Ooh. Yeah. So from this, Coach ends up making them do drills and Coach Dickies doesn't make his team do anything. Then the final straw is the Lions mess with their stuff even more and pee on their stuff, especially Riggins' shirt. Which was so gross. And so they approach the Lions and Coach Dickies is like, you know, you need to go cool off, son. Go take a shower. And Riggins goes for the the player and Dickies handles Riggins, like grabs him. And then Coach comes in. Shoves him to the ground. And like strangles him. It's like, don't you ever dare touch my player again. 
I will make sure you never coach a team. Whew. This was really good, though. This is coach mm. standing up. Yeah. For Riggins and his team. But also, like, come on. Come on, boys. Yeah. I would pop, too. Like, how many times is this going to happen? Right. Like, the, that Dickie is truly a dick because he doesn't even feel any remorse or try no. to reprimand his kids. He's like, ah, come on. Let it go. It's like, you're you're a visitor here. Yeah. Like, you be respectful. And right in front of him, his team said, oh, yeah, sorry, I couldn't hold it in. Right. Like, his admitting. team says it. His One of his kids say it. His, Wouldn't yeah. he be like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Also, all those players looked 40. Yeah. No, they so. all look so much older. <laughs> Super old. All right. Let's move on to proposal. Short and sweet. Lila's mom, Pam, gets engaged from Kevin. Uh, Buddy, uh, Buddy has no idea. He's out with his kids. He's having a good time. And Lila ends up telling him, which he was like shocked about. He was could shocked. not believe. So Buddy and Eric are bonding and having a friendship moment at the laundromat, which I thought was super cute. And <laughs> Buddy shares with Eric like, oh, uh, Pam is getting remarried. And I love Eric in this scene because you can tell how he feels for his friend. And he's like, how are you feeling with this? Like his face totally changed. Yeah. Until Buddy expressed how much he thinks he can win her back. He's the best salesman of them all. So, of course, this is just another sale. Right. So, God sale or something. He was like, it's God yeah. sale. And I can do this. And also, you know, Pam's been with me since the beginning. We grew up together, which I'm like, you guys look so different in age. Yes, they really do. They really, really do. You guys don't look like you attended high school together, but... Yeah. We'll let it go. So Buddy shows up to give his speech to Pam and you feel his sadness and you can feel the love Pam has for him and what they shared. She kisses him. She says, I love you, but it's over and I'm truly happy now. Did you feel badly for Buddy? I I felt for Buddy and that I thought his intentions were true, but I didn't necessarily feel bad for him because you've cheated on Pam multiple times. Multiple times. And if she really was your person, the love of your life, you wouldn't do that to her. Regardless of your person, your toxic personality trait where you can't be faithful, like you would be faithful if you really wanted to be. So she was like, no, actually, I'm, I'm for once in my life, I'm happy and I don't have to worry about my partner being unfaithful to me and she does she seems super genuine she's like i do i love you and i'm happy that we you know had our kids and we had that life but that's not my life anymore what's his name steve kevin oh kevin i think, I think it's kevin the hippie <laughs> and, I, the tree and hugger. I gave him i respected him too because he yeah. like didn't get all like tough and uh protective like overprotective of her he was just like are you okay Okay, mm -hmm. and like stood there just to make sure she was okay, but didn't like chime in and feel like he had to say something to Buddy, even though Buddy was like pouring his heart out. And then Pam is like giving him a kiss. Like he just was like confident in their relationship. And I really appreciated, appreciated that. And there was a part of me when she did kiss him and looked at him in the, in the eyes and was like holding his face. I was like, aw, but not like all for you, Buddy, just all for the situation. Yeah, same. You know? Like, what do you think you. of what do you think of Lila's reaction? I can't when her mom told her. Yeah, I can't tell if she was sad or if she was just surprised. 
um, or overwhelmed. But it it seemed like I think she was happy for her mom, but she was also sad of like a chapter closing because, you know, those are her parents. They made her and her siblings and she had a life with them for so long and now it's completely different. And someone else is coming to basically live in her house that she doesn't really know that well. But I think she is happy for her mom. Yeah, I took it as I just need a minute. Yeah, like, okay, I need to process this. And then I was surprised that she wasn't expecting Buddy to, like, she expected Buddy to know that. Mm -hmm. So I guess maybe she was probably a little hurt by that, too. Like, well, could have given him the heads up. Like, she went in (laughs) guns a-blazing, just telling him that his mom, you know, his ex-wife is getting remarried. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sad. Last but not least, we have this fall formal. And Landry wants to get back together with Tyra. And she's not into it. Yeah, we knew we knew this was going to happen. Yes, but I don't like the way Tyra's acting. Well, no. I mean, I don't like it either. But I didn't expect anything less of her, to be honest. That, it's true. You know? I, as much as I feel like she does usually does the right thing it's now this is her emotions getting tangled up and she's not quite ready to completely immerse herself in this relationship and admit to her to admit to the world like she's admitted to herself like yeah i really do like landry but she's not ready to tell the world that so she has a lot of soul searching to do so i didn't expect her to be like really gung-ho and be like yeah okay let's do it (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have a couple of scenes where Landry doesn't give up. He no. tries to talk to Julie about getting advice from her and saying, you know, what kind of flower do you think that I should get for her for the fall formal? Because I am going to ask her. Vic wants to know, did you ever go to a formal with a friend or a date? What was it like? Yeah. Both I my guess. proms were with friends. I did yeah. not have date like you know, yeah, I the wasn't love in, of my life. in relationships at all for any of my high school dances and formals or any of that. And then senior year, all of my friends were bringing dates. So I kind of felt pressured to bring a date because I was going to be like the only one basically in the limo that didn't have a date. So I asked one of my friends and then I kind of regretted it a little bit because I felt like I kind of had to worry also what he was doing the whole night and couldn't really like enjoy myself. Oh, really? In a way, like we were all oh, like a big group, but it was also kind of like, all right, well, we're going to go on this line to get food. It's like, you want to, like, do you want to come? Or like, well, we're going to go out and dance. Like, do you want to dance? Like, I don't know. I just felt like I was like not a babysitter, but kind of had to be responsible for him. Also, he wasn't in my grade. He was younger. So it was like I brought him to the, the prom and it was a little challenging to balance that with my friendships. Yeah. And they loved him. It wasn't anything about that. Like he was in our friend group, but it was just if I would have went back, I probably would have just went by myself and I would have had maybe a little bit better of time. Yeah. You know, senior year, my boy, I had a boyfriend. He just didn't want to go. Didn't want to go. He wasn't so about it. <laughs> I had to bring my friend who's in a grade younger so he could hang out with his friend who's in my grade. Yeah. Yeah. We and did then, <laughs> yeah. And then junior, I didn't go to junior prom. But I went to my friend's senior prom as friends. And I was yeah. already out of high school. And that was fun. fun. Stuff. 
that was a lot of fun. And I had a boyfriend. Did I have a boyfriend at the time? Probably. Weird Probably lines the were same one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like some gray areas. Mm. Anyway, uh, okay, so Tyra gets hit on by Chip, who is a lion. He's disgusting. I don't know if you noticed when he first meets her, he licks his finger and then touches her arm. Ew, he licked his finger. I did yeah. not notice that. I'm so glad that I didn't yeah, see it because I would have thrown up in my mouth. He's so, so gross. What is and the name Chip, though? What where, where does that come from? What where, where is Chip? I don't know. <laughs> I just think of, like, Mrs. Potts Be- Beauty and, and the Chip. Beast. Yeah, that's yeah. what I think of. They even make a joke about that. Yeah, they're like, what kind of name is that? Yeah. It's gross. Tyra explains to Julie after Julie tells her that Landry talked to her that like, I do like him. I just like, it's not a thing. And how are you hearing it? And Julie's like, what's your problem? Like, I don't understand. You know, like, just face it. How did you take the Julie Landry talk? I felt she was super rude. To uh, which one at the party the f- or no, the first one where he approaches her about the flowers i like tyra i want to ask her to go to the dance with me julie was super rude and i don't know if that's because landry initiated and said like just because you cheated on my best friend but Bingo. you know Bingo. I think she was just like oh okay you know trigger a trigger point for her yeah and then I she think, was rude <laughs> no i think that exactly triggered her because you know, she saw. Was it before or after she sees Carlotta and Matt make yeah, out? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was after she had seen them already. Right? Yeah, I think so. Either think way, so. it's still fresh. And and yeah. and she says, "You don't know the in, full story." And I'm like, "Can I know the full story?" Because I don't think anyone really knows the full story. Right, but then he t- Tim in the beginning of the episode asks Julie, "Hey, I or says like, oh yeah, I heard that the, he jumped. You know, Matt." dump the cheerleader yeah and she's like so, oh i don't really know anything about that like we're right. not like keeping up with our lives yeah so they end up having that conversation at the party before julie gets drunk and she's like relationships suck and he's like you just can't give up i'm not giving up so he heads to the party and he sees tyra sitting on the bleachers by herself and she says oh chip is drunk he's throwing up in the bathroom And she says, I'm sorry, like, I really do like you and you make me feel things I've never felt before, but like, I just need time. And Landry's like, no, I'm not doing this anymore. And he leaves her. Yeah. Yes, Landry. You don't need to wait around for someone that's not going to wait around for you. The thing is, right? Like, okay, I totally get Tyra needing to come to her feelings. Like, I've been there. But like, you guys... Have a, you've hooked up. You were hanging out, like, attached at the hip because of the whole murder situation. Yeah, and kissing, holding hands, doing the things, having, you know, parental right. uh, dinners. Like, you did this stuff. And now, <laughs> I guess because now it can actually be real. Yeah, and she's like, oh, wait, there's no limitations here. I can just be free to be with you. I'm not really, I'm not ready for that. But I, I she just, she, she treated him poorly throughout this episode like almost like i can't like admit that i'm friends with you that i like you like he goes to hold her hand and i get it 
But I mean, she did stand up for him when the lions started, you know, saying bad things to him. And she was well, like, yeah. don't say that to him. I guess like, I didn't expect her not to say anything. She always does have, yeah, you know, but, his, she'll have an, any of the underdogs back. She's always been like that. But yeah, it really did. It did suck to see her not fully like give him like the truth. It was like yeah. she was, I guess, because maybe she was lying to herself and so that way she had to lie to him too kind of like it's not you it's me kind of situation but he was like all right i got it so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna pursue this anymore because i don't need to do this i don't need to do the back and forth the what ifs he's driving himself crazy and like now he's like now it's our time and you don't even know if it's the time so i'm okay peace out yeah good for you yeah yeah We hope you're enjoying this week's episode of Talk in Texas Forever and appreciate you for listening every single week. All of our shows are funded by our buddies who pledge to our network and it means the absolute world to us. You hear us talk about it every week, but just in case you were wondering a little bit more, we have tiers starting at a dollar and offer some pretty cool perks like guest hosting on the podcast, listening to episodes a day early, and access to the best group chat ever via Discord. These are just to name a few. To learn more about our network and everything we offer, check out patreon.com slash Network. Who was more swoon worthy, Tim or Coach? I think it was Coach. No, 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 <laughs> no. I'm sorry, Will. Um, <laughs> no, sir. Coach Taylor, you're stunning, a stunning man. However, you are not Tim Riggins. You're not like, Tim Riggins. You'll never I be Tim Riggins, and no. that's okay because not many people can be Tim Riggins. Didn't even think twice. Like, it wasn't even a question. I believe if we go back to last week, did I say swoon, 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 swoon coach? So much swoon. So no. much swoon. Vic says, have you ever gone out somewhere during a storm? Hearing Cali rain is so normal. And then P.S. I'm sorry, but I don't feel bad for Buddy or Julie. They are the ones who messed up and they know they had a good thing going in their relationships. Yeah, agreed. I don't I don't feel badly for Julie either. Um, her seeing Carlotta with Matt, like he's trying to move on because yeah. he had been hurt. So you can't blame him for that. And I don't think she is. I think she she's just like, oh, I screwed up. Which, do you think? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. No. Do you think Matt thought of anything when he saw Julie and Tim together? I don't think if he did, he played it really cool. <laughs> you know, yeah. th- they didn't make it a point to shine on him where he was kind of like, wait, what's going on here? But I was going to ask you, like, I feel like Carlotta then can't be that much older because she like they're wa- they're in public for, like a lot together. Mm-hmm. And people are okay with this now it's not really a secret anymore apparently i mean they're kissing in the car so like you know julie did see them i'm sure other people have seen them do it too 
So I was just like, if she was like that much older than him, then maybe someone would have like said something already, but it doesn't really seem like it yet. So yeah, I don't know. No. It's I'm torn with it. And I know like they're purposely not telling us how old she is because then they would have to like define things right here. So I guess whatever, you know, it's just the small details, but. Right. And at this moment, it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, have you ever gone out somewhere during in a storm? Not like like a storm like that. I mean, I've been in like torrential pouring rain, but um, like outside for a long time. Actually, when I went to go see Blink-182, Panic at the Disco and Fall Out Boy at Hershey Park in like 20, in like 2009, 2010 maybe, it was during the summer, but it was pouring and they still kept the concert on. And it was so much fun because it was hot out and it was raining and you were just like, like rocking out. But it was, I mean, you were sopping the entire night, but it was fine because you were just wet the entire night. Yeah. And it was so much fun. Like my probably one of my favorite concerts ever just because of that. Like if it wasn't even raining, I don't even think it would have been as fun, you know? <laughs> I love it. But I can't really think of like another time that I was out in a at a long for a long time in a rain or snow or whatever i've only had to drive out during snowstorms and yeah, hurricanes when i've pets at oh, sucks. because when you're responsible for other people's pets you gotta do it you gotta do it mm. yeah not fun uh kate says julie's drunken story about god's eyes and moon shoes was hilarious what did you think of Amy Teagarden's drunk acting? How would you rank it among the other portrayals of drunken teens from other Total Betty shows? I thought she was great drunk. I did too. Especially like great. at that age. And you're like, oh no, 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 no. The room is spinning. Like, no, that's like the worst case scenario. And he's yeah. like, just keep your eyes open. Like it felt, it felt real. It felt reminiscent of many days, you know, back in the day. Of being young and being really drunk. <laughs> yeah, and I feel to rank, I feel all the drunken... I mean, right now, I'm thinking everyone, I feel like, is portrayed pretty well. I was well. going to say, I can't think of, like, a bad drunk, you know, bad someone who played drunk that I was, like, definitely not convinced that they were drunk. Like, yeah. this was good. I thought she was great. Yeah. Uh, Kate also asks, what do you think Riggins smells like? That Since quote Julie declined to up. answer... Lois's question, which, you know, I mean, that is such a question I would ask. He smells like dirty hair and sweat, mm -hmm. but also sex. Yeah. <laughs> like straight up, I'm going to climb you like a tree. Yeah. Like almost like a condom. Like you just smell like sex on him. Like, <laughs> but, but maybe, maybe there's just like a hint of like old little spice. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> And maybe a little bit of clean laundry because oh, yeah. he's been staying at the tailors. Right. So his his fabric softener game is strong now. But beforehand, it probably was just B.O. sweat and dirty hair, which is still <laughs> gross. But you look at him, you're like, it's fine. I'll take it. It's fine. <laughs> it is fine. Come and protect me, mm -hmm. Tim Riggins. It was so, I was just like, oh, what's, uh -huh. oh my God. I just floor my mouth my jaw was my jaw was open for like the first 12 minutes of this sh of this sh show of this yeah. episode Ugh. he and i said this to you over the weekend or i don't remember it was off mic and i was just like tim riggins is just so damn charming 
So charming. He's so charming. And it's throughout this all the scenes. His little smile, the the dimples, his yep. remarks, even the way he handled Riley just to go back oh, to the scene. Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, you're going to get laid? Yeah, no, I don't think so. Yeah, no. no walk, it's, walk away. It's perfection. No. perfection. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss and any teen heartthrob. <laughs> Again, it's just, and I now that we're on this show, but like Tim Riggins still heart, my number one heartthrob yeah, of all the Total I Betty know, shows. I so get it. <laughs> I've, I told you guys, like I've Sweeps. never felt this way before. Sweeps. Like Ryan Atwood, like I definitely had like a oh Ryan, you're so like handsome and good and brooding. I love that. But there's something you guys know. I'm a broken record, but there's something about Tim Riggins, and I don't know what it is, and I'll never know. But I don't think anyone could ever top it. We're gonna watch other shows in the future, and I don't really don't think I I can't imagine someone topping this <laughs> this feeling that I have. <laughs> The charm, the arms, yeah. the arms, the face, the arms, like everything. Face, I hope we didn't lose listeners. Like, sorry, guys. I hope you oh like God. We're, yeah, we're Saracen fans. <laughs> we love Maddie. We love, we love Matt. Love him. Yeah. Okay. Music in this episode, Charlie Rich, Allie and AJ, The Elected and Soldier Boy, which I loved when Allie and AJ played Do You Believe in Magic? Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then they were doing... Crank that mm-hmm. soul, boy. It was so great. I was like, yeah. oh my God, I'm like right back to my prom because this was like 2007. <laughs> I know. Uh, Panther Pride, what was your t-shirt count? I got like 12 plus. I had like 15. There were so many. I did too. So, and Kate uh, had six because didn't count all the ones in the locker room. It was which so hard again, to count. <laughs> do we count outside of the locker room? Like Tammy was wearing one for bed right and then Riggins was wearing one outside of school like do we count those instead because in the locker room I mean they're all wearing one yeah but I guess they could just be wearing their uniforms well not the, the uniform I'm not, you I'm know talking like, like but I don't know if they're necessarily always going to be in like their t-shirt in the locker well, room yeah but like if they're working out or when they're like having a meeting like all yeah. of them had some form of Dylan championship tea Right, right. But yeah, okay, so we had, and it was hard. Like, after a while, I'm like, I can't keep up. I feel like last episode, it was easier to narrow it down. But the episodes where, like, all of the boys are involved, it's harder. Right, Right, because they're always wearing their t-shirts. Exactly. Yeah. What was your favorite quote? Um, Don't you try and tell me that you're not going to watch it tonight, because I know that you will. Ooh, <laughs> shells coming through. Also, I loved we're having fun playing ping pong because that cracked me up. I have, God, he's cute. <laughs> and yeah. what does he smell like? What does he smell? I know I almost put that. I was like, oh my God, she is all of us. I told my therapist last week that, <laughs> Chad, Michael Murray, that oh. Chad Michael Murray smelled really good. <laughs> he did. And she laughed, and I was like, James Lafferty was okay, but like Chad Michael Murray <laughs> smelled real good. I'll never forget. We walked away, and Michelle was like, Did you smell Chad? He smelled so good. I was like, I'm sure he did. I really didn't get a good whiff. I was like on the James side, I think. <laughs> you were on the James side. <laughs> yeah. So creepy of me. But so like, funny. I didn't like do it on purpose. It was just a lot No, lasting. you just like sometimes you get a sniff, and you're like, 
memorable. Like I appreciate a good smell in person. Just like you don't want to smell a bad smelling person. Exactly. And you remember when you have a bad smelling person too. You'll never forget that. I, I was telling Aunt this because we're looking at flights and I was like, I flew when I was a when I was a t- like I think I was twelve years old when we did our Europe trip and from France to New York and I sat next to the smelliest person ever and I made Sam switch seats with me <laughs> and my parents must have they were sitting somewhere else they put Sam and I together it was awful I never oh. forgot that smell yeah oh so no fun story okay <laughs> moving on to MVP and shittiest list who's your MVP. I chose Landry. That's a great choice. Because I was proud of him for finally in the end. He did like, I give him so much credit for trying as many times as he did. He's like, no, when you love someone, like you don't give up. And I was like, mm-hmm. yes. Just like, buddy, you know, like, okay, one last time you give it one last shot. Right. And then finally he's like, oh, okay. Like I get it. You're not going to see me like that right, right. now. And maybe not ever again. So I'm just going to walk away before I get like really hurt. Um, So that's why I chose him. But who did you choose? I chose Tim. Yeah, I can see that. For protecting (laughs) Julie. Yeah, he was great. He was great. And across the board, we had votes for Tim and Coach, like a pair. Oh, okay. I almost actually chose Shelly, too. Oh. I thought she would have been a good choice, but then when I, towards the end with Landry and the scene with Tyra, I was like, oh, no, I'll give it to him. But I really yeah. enjoyed Shelly being there for Gracie and the family and putting Tammy in her place. And just like she is all of us with yes. Tim Riggins around. She's like, mm-hmm. oh, wait. Oh, I get it. Like this kid's coming in here. I am, you know, probably 30 something and feeling some some things when he walks around but also like i'm trying to get my degree you know go get my real estate license and like do the things and cook or whatever and she's like she's all of us in a nutshell Mm -hmm. yeah yeah who is your shittiest dickie yeah same but there there was a couple of other you know did we get tyra votes we had tyra votes and tammy votes yeah i could see that too yeah. Coach's Corner, what do you have? I did choose one coach set up for Tim in the locker room. And I liked I, the moment following where Tim said to Coach, like, we cool? Because I really appreciate that. Loved that. Yeah. That was also mine. Mm-hmm. That was so good. And it's like finally someone standing up for me. And also the fact that he said thank you and they shook hands in the morning. Yeah. And it's like they like woke up and they're like, oh, Tim, here, have some coffee. Like, good morning. It was just like such a cute family picture. And I wish it would have lasted longer, but it was too good to be true. I know. It was really funny, though, that scene where they're like, we're not going to the formal. And Tammy's like, all right, what does everybody want for dinner? And coach is like, lasagna. Lasagna. And she's like, well, why don't we go out? And then he's like, but I don't get why we can't have lasagna. <laughs> a simple bed. Simple like, bed. Well, quick, the kids are going to be out. So like, what do you care what we eat? <laughs> lasagna i mean hey lasagna i love a good lasagna right i get it but it's a bitch to make why would she want why would she want to spend like her friday night doing that (laughs) right just for coach just for coach to get you your lasagna you can go to an italian restaurant go to the olive garden and get your lasagna let's go out for lasagna i mean not you know not that i would choose the olive garden but i'm sure that town they would choose the olive Garden or applebee's or applebee's (laughs) (laughs) yeah 
<laughs> okay, let's go into Booster of the Week. Who are we supported by, Liz? Booster of the Week. You're a total booster. They know what's coming, right? Tish and Jill are gossiping gals is what I titled them because we did a very Gossip Girl-esque weekend. This weekend, uh, Tish, who's from Canada, came all the way from Canada to New York to stay with uh, one of our patrons, Jillian, which I, just saying that just warms my heart so much that these two have become friends because of Total Betty. And it means the world. And when we got to finally give them hugs in person. It was just the greatest moment. Um, But we did lots of Gossip Girl things. We did the Met Steps, and then we went to the Empire Hotel, and we got sushi, and it was really just a perfect Saturday. And I just want to say thank you. It was such a pleasure to meet both of you incredible ladies. You're exactly what I expected you to be in person. I hope we were too. <laughs> um, Same. Right? You guys were so great, and we just wanted to say thank you, and thank you for pledging for so long. It's been quite a numerous amount of years that both of you have been with us. So we love you very, very much. Thanks, Gossiping Gals. So cute. <laughs> I want to take the time wish a happy birthday to Kendall. Yeah, Kendall. And later in the week will be Kim. So happy birthday to our girl, Kim. Happy birthday. Yes. All right, Liz. Uh, what emoji should we pick for this week? <sighs> I was going to say, is there well, like a tornado but I don't there is. think there is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so let's do that. Yeah. Send us a tornado. You can drop that in an Apple podcast review. Like this podcast is a storm of a time. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Rate us yeah. five stars if you're enjoying <laughs> and would be so kind. You could drop the emoji in an email, talkintexasforever at gmail.com, Instagram DM. We do this so we know you're listening to the episode. Yeah, it's just fun when we get to see a message or an email come through yeah. and it's just an emoji. You're like, oh, they get it. They've been listening and they're towards the end of the episode. You guys listen each week. So that's really important to us that you're just staying till the end and just enjoying what you're listening to. We really appreciate it. Yeah. All right, Liz, are you ready? Oh, she's got it. That was from last, last week. Swoon. Swoon, swoon, swoon. <laughs> Honestly. I can't believe we're on episode 11. <laughs> I know. It should really be called, it's called the jumping the gun. But it should be called the apology tour. Because oh. le- there's so many apologies happening, but I'll give you four words. Okay. Okay. So we have verbal. Verbal with a V? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Results apologize an explanation mm, those are so vague <laughs> yeah verbal 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 does that have to do with verbal. like oh so it's like not like sat like the verbal section is that even a thing i totally just made that up there's no like verbal like speaking part of the sats <laughs> no that's more like language right like, yeah Remember you uh, had to do your verbal in the, Italian or Spanish? Yes, the verbal. That's what I hated I that. I hated they, that. They bring you in the hallway and you'd have to Oh gosh. I remember my French teacher kind of like mouthed the words with me as I was doing my verbal because she was like, She don't know anything. <laughs> 
she was like, Je, I'm like, yes, I'm getting it. But she was really, like, it was, I loved her. She was super sweet. Um, and she helped me out a lot. But verbal, verbal, that is like, my brain just goes blank. So let's go back to that one. Results, results of some sort of test is someone, it's not going to be a pregnancy test again. We can't do this again too soon in the season. Results. <laughs> my, my brain is so far gone. Apologize. Well, you said it was apology tour. So I feel like I'm hopeful that Tim is going to go to coach to apologize. Maybe Julie will apologize to Tim like for getting him in trouble. Um, maybe we'll have Julie and Matt finally sit down and kind of apologize to each other because obviously there's a little there's a little bit of bad blood there. It's not you know, it's not anything that they're going to um stir up like any negative conflict with, but like there's still a little, there's tension there. Um and who else can apologize? Tyra and Landry, but I don't think that's really She's not going to come back and be like, I apologize. Forget what everything I said. Like, I want to be with you. I just don't see that happening probably ever again, which is so sad because I really did like them as a couple, but I I love them as friends too. So I'm okay either way. Like I said last week, either way, it's fine with me just as long as they're on good terms and like being honest with each other. Explanation. These are so vague. <laughs> well, okay. Um, give me we a hint. We okay. We need explanation for things. So well, maybe Tim's going to explain to to, to coach what really went down with him and Julie. Maybe Julie will explain to coach like, look, I got a little drunk. Tim was so respectful, helping me. He was just trying to get me home safely. He protected me. He protected me multiple times that week. Right. So just get, cut him some slack. And maybe coach yeah. will finally apologize to Tim. Like, I'm sorry that I jumped to conclusions. Um, and maybe they'll let him come back because he really needs a like he needs to. He's a teen. You can't be roaming the streets. Right. And well, like maybe getting we by, you know. Yeah. We got to figure stuff out with Tim and his home life. Uh, it was yeah. a bye week this week. So next week there's a game. Game. Okay. Makes sense. Getting so a just, phone call from New York. Okay. Just um, different. Uh situations results though are we gonna Somebody... go more into like santiago next week uh mm-hmm. i feel like they like built him up and mm-hmm. then they're like this week it was like he's just part of the team forget about if you it. really think about it they built some things up and it's never coming back mm. Mm. but yeah so you can think about that they built some things up and it's never coming back Mm -hmm. i'll let you just deal with that all right let's move on you can think about that all week (laughs) wouldn't it be funny if like pam and what is his name kevin kevin i will why can't i get that in my head now they're just like on the island like oh mom okay (laughs) they're not on the island okay cool no all right no but jump in the gun jump in the gun Maybe Coach jumped the gun with Tim in this yeah. episode and he'll apologize. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
All right, last but not least, we have Will's Football Poetry Corner. Rivals. Perfect. Every football team knows that you better step up and play your best when it's rivalry week. Dylan welcomes their ungrateful rivals to their school while Riggins and Coach's charm is unrivaled in the Taylor household. (laughs) Cute. So cute. Thank you, Will. Truly appreciate it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for subscribing. Leave us a review. Again, I'm going to plug that. Rate us five stars if you're into that. Uh, We'll be back next week for episode 11, Jumping the Gun. Thank you so much for listening to Talking Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. You can email us at talkingtexasforever at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others, head over to Instagram at TotalBettyPodcast.org. This has been a Total Betty Podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio, music by Anthony Vacora. <laughs> <laughs>